Welcome back. <clears throat> well, my voice just cracked. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to Just a Girl in True Crime. I'm your host, Heaven. Um, so tonight, well, today, we're going to be talking about a missing person. Her name is Virginia Sue Pictone Nose. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, short case, I actually found this on Uncovered and everything. And you, uh, can, like, search missing cases and then... No, you're not going to the neighbors. Mommy's podcasting. No, Mommy's podcasting. My youngest is here because, obviously, my oldest is at school. You want Mommy hold you? Um, and stuff like that. So, a lot has been going on. Um, I'll go. Hey. I'll go. <laughs> okay, you gotta be quiet, okay? Um. Yeah, mommy give you, hold on, give me one second, guys. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, you hear talking in the background. He's literally right at my kitchen table coloring. Um. And I was, like, just checking out Uncovered. And everything like that. And then there was this thing that um, you could be like a crisis volunteer. And I, the past couple of days, I've really, I've wanted to put this podcast out for a little bit, but I've been taking courses that I have to have done by March 8th and stuff like that. So I wanted to get this out. Work has been crazy. My youngest has not been sleeping. So I've been running on less than four Mommy, hours of sleep. You messed up. Well, honey, you messed up. It's okay. It'll still be beautiful. Um, and everything like that. And with work, it's crazy because I put my two weeks in. Um, I got another job. So, all's good. But I think, um, I think that's all I had to cover. And stuff like that. And I just want to hop right into this. So, let's just get right into it. So, Virginia went missing April 24th in 1993. Her birthday is April 2nd. Height is either the five, between 5'4 five or 5'6. What, honey? Yeah. At the age of the incident, it said she was 26. She's Native American and she's an indigenous okay, shh. woman. Uh, she's female. Um... So that's her information, and then with the where I got all the stuff, it like tells you like a timeline. So that's where I got all my stuff. So let's talk about what we do know. Virginia, she was twenty six. It's okay, Kaden. Um, she is a mother to five children. Um, and she lives in Easton, Maine, and she was also a member of. Oh man, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. Me Kwama, um, an Indian nation. At the time of her disappearance, okay, she was five feet five inches. Oh, um, she had brown hair, brown eyes. Virginia also had a tattoo of a Playboy bunny on her left shoulder, heightened cheekbones, and a V-shaped scar on her right forearm. She also has an indentation on one of her front teeth as well. Virginia was last seen in Holton, Holton, Maine, and she was wearing a white t-shirt, a denim jacket, 
blue jeans and a pair of LA gear sneakers. Virginia was assaulted outside of a tavern on April 24th in 1993, and it was thought that she was assaulted by her husband and her brother-in-law. So not good there. She was taken to Eastern Maine Medical Center in Bangor, Maine for treatment. She left the hospital without permission before she could even have her checkup completed. And she, you know, just said that she had to get home to her children. And she was last seen at a truck stop in Halton, Maine during the morning hours where she has not been heard or seen from since. So, the important people in this missing case are obviously her husband, Larry, um, and the brother-in-law. Let me flip my page. And his name is Rogers Knowles, Noy, Roger Jr., and he's the brother-in-law. Some more details, um, actually, that I found on it when I looked more into it. If you hear pounding, that is my three-year-old. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, he's just coloring on the paper like that. Um, her husband, Larry, was charged with actual with um, domestic assault, and he was taken to jail. And Roger was issued a court summons on an assault charge. Larry, though, ended up making bail, and he was released. And, you know, plus he and Roger were Virginia's last known victims. Oh, not victims. Last known visitors at the hospital. So she was there. They were there. All the charges against the brothers were dropped after Virginia disappeared. Without her testimony, there was insufficient evidence to convict them. Thank you. So the question is, this is what I put. The question is, did they go to the hospital to scare her so she wouldn't press charges or, like, go through with the charges? That's what I want to know. And if they did, like, show up to the hospital, did she get so scared that um, she had, did she get, like, scared when she saw them and have to hurry up out of the hospital? Because whatever happened, you know, they went to the hospital if they... If it's saying that she was assaulted and it could have been by her husband and her brother, did they want to go there and um, make sure she stayed quiet? Nobody really knows. But her family does believe she was murdered. And the police sus um, suspect foul play in her case. Larry and Roger, you know, obviously are the prime suspects of her disappearance. Please do not color on my tablecloth. Um, both men, Larry and Roger, do have criminal records for a variety of offenses, including burglary, vandalism, and arson. Virginia had confided in her brother about the abuse she suffered from Larry, and she did try to leave him with the children several times. But Larry always apologized, and they would reconcile, basically. And Larry stated that his wife had a romantic relationship with his brother, Roger, prior to marrying him, and that one of the children may 
may have been, um, in fact, Rogers. Of course, we do not have any evidence to support Larry's claims. Larry. Don't write on Mommy's book. And Larry... Oh, that's a... Sorry. <laughs> you can't color on this. I'm... This is Mommy's book. Stop it. No. Um... So we don't have any evidence to support Larry's claims. I lost my place because my youngest is... <laughs> he's hes up here with me. He's on my lap. But Larry over here claimed or maintained his innocence in Virginia's disappearance. And he stated he never abused her. Now, this is where it's going to get a little weird. Don't do that. He claimed Virginia left a note behind saying she was leaving and she would return when all of her children are grown. That, se <laughs> that seems far-fetched if you ask me, because why would she... Mommy. What, well, honey? No. I can let, I'll let you say bye at the end, okay? Um, I mean, why would she just leave a note and say, hey, I'm going to come back after the children are grown? That makes no sense. Roger died in 2009. And in 2011, this is what's weird. Larry pled guilty to several domestic violence charges unrelated to Virginia's case. So that right there says to me that, you know, he was abusing his wife. And even though he says he didn't, how are you um, in 2011 going to be charged with domestic violent charges? By 2017, Larry was homeless, suffering from serious health problems, and used a wheelchair for um, mobility. He died of liver failure in the summer of 2018. <laughs> so we know Virginia lived in Easton, Maine in 1993. But her relatives um, lived in Nova Scotia, Canada. Prior to her marriage, she had children by different men. The firstborn was when she was just 14 years old, and she dropped out of high school her ju junior year. Mommy, she married Larry at the age of 22 and had three additional children afterwards. Virginia's two youngest children died in a fire in 1990, three years prior to her disappearance. Which, that's a little strange. I don't know. Something doesn't sit right with me for that. I mean, considering that, you know, they had arson on their criminal records. I don't know. That's just me speculating. The other three kids were taken from Larry's custody after Virginia went missing. And eventually adopted. They were eventually adopted by another family. Virginia's loved ones described her as a devoted mother. Who would not have abandoned her family? Her case Mommy, remains unsolved. And that's really all that there is on the case. Um, I mean, the two prime made the two prime uh, suspects are dead. So if the police thought that they had something to do with it, Roger died in 2009, and Larry. He died by 2018. So, I mean, it makes sense that if they had something to do with it and they passed, that this case just went completely cold. Um, I don't, and no one's found Virginia's body. Um, nobody has, as far as I know. 
hasn't been um, recovered. So her family, like they, like what he's talked about, said that they think she was murdered and stuff like that. Which I, I think it's it's very a logical answer, and everything like that. Um, but guys, that's really it. I mean. I'm going to throw in these missing person cases when I don't feel like doing, like, a true crime or a urban legend story, just, like, short cases, because I believe, you know, even though they're a missing person, they still deserve to be found, whether they're dead or alive. I mean, if they're dead, they deserve to be put to rest properly, and if they're alive, I feel like they should be recovering and healing, you know, with their family. Um, that's it. Um, you know, a lot's going around, a lot's going on in the world, and I just want to take a moment and, um, pray for, um, Ukraine and everything, because I've seen all that stuff, and that's a scary situation, just what's all been happening over there, with all, all of that, I was watching something, I went on YouTube, you know, just to watch something, and that popped up, and I watched it, and... You know, you just see, like, bombs and everything going. You can't have the lighter. <laughs> That's for Mommy's candles. Um, and stuff like that. So, prayers to Ukraine and everything. Um, and guys, I, I think that's... I think that's it. Um. I have another, like, case that I already have set out, so I'm going to upload that in the next couple days. But if you want to send me a Gmail, you can send me one at justagirlintruecrime at gmail.com. You can like the Facebook page hey, what is that noise? at justagirlintruecrime. Um, what else? Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at justagirlintruecrime. And... Um, I actually made a TikTok, but it's not, I couldn't use just a girl in true crime, so I think, let me check real quick on my phone. Um, hold on, baby. All right. Um, okay, yeah. It's called Heaven's True Crime. Kaden. Um, it is called... Heaven's True Crime, and then, like, my username's Heaven25, because I couldn't just use Just a Girl in True Crime for some reason. It was just weird. So, yeah, you can follow me on that. I only got one follower, but, you know, a follow's a follow. I get some, I get some weird TikTok messages on my main one. I'm just reading it. It's weird. Someone messed with me saying, I'd like to sing to you. Here's my What's Up app number. No. <laughs> um, but guys, I think that's it. Um, I'm about to do some more classes on my crisis center. I'm about to load my dishwasher. And stuff like that, you know. Do a normal day before I go to work. In a little bit. And spend time with my baby. Right, Kaden? Mm-hmm. Charlie, no. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's it, guys. Um, And I'll be talking to you the next one. Thank you for all your love and support.
We Good. love you. We love you too. You love them too? You love them too? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, But I'll be talking to you guys next time and I'm about to end the podcast. You want to say something? Bye. Uh, again. Yeah. You talk and, on the microphone. And again. Another. Yep. All right, guys. I'm going to be talking to you later. I'm about to. Before he uh does something and I delete all my audio. Uh, so I'll talk to you guys later. Oh, good job.